Welcome to life. Brothers, sisters, I want to share this with you. This morning as I sit here looking out the window, the sun has not come out as yet. But you know something, you got to call for things in your life, in your atmosphere, and say, you call it on and he says, today's going to be a beautiful day. The sun is shining. I'm going to have a great day. You know, the Bible speaks that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And if you get up with sadness, and sometimes we tend to look at our situation, and we get frustrated, and I really believe it's okay, because we're human. And God knows that. You know, when Jesus was on the cross, it says, it says, why hast thou forsaken me? But Jesus was crying out because he was in the flesh, you know, and he knew what we are feeling when we are in the flesh. But he says, Father, not my will, but let your will be done. He knew what he has to face. He says to us that the servant is not greater than the Lord. So we all going to go to situations that we don't like. But we have to realize that Jesus overcome it. And so we can go through it. And because of his love, because of his grace, I mean, there are times where you're just like, oh my God, how am I going to make, make through this? But he said, God, I trust you. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. I know that you already made a way that seems like. And then when he does it, he says, oh, my God. He said, I will open up a windows of heaven, pour you out a blessing. Can you imagine that, brethren? When God pours, he blesses you to the point where it's like, ah, you know what I mean? I was watching a video on YouTube about the Red Sea the Red Sea parting and the narrator he took us right through the whole um, situation where leaving Egypt and coming to that point and it was so fascinating because you see all these ancient mountains and imagine when the children of Israel was walking towards the, the the Red Sea and behind them was the enemy and you know if you think about it it's got to be a scary moment for them that Moses came back and cried to God and God said why you come crying to me go forward because God already made the pathway straight for them he says go he opened the, the water and he wanted them to go and he go they went on dry ground you know, so when I look at this um, YouTube video, I, I was just blown away by the whole setup, how they felt seeing all this mountain just like closed them in. They couldn't, they couldn't escape to the left nor to the right. There was the ocean before them. They had no way. And I believe that in life, whatever we go through, there are times where we felt all closed in. And God have it for us to go in the direction that he wants us to go. So you can't turn nowhere else but to go straight ahead. And even though we might be afraid, God wants us to go forward. The enemy is back there chasing you. The mountain is blocked you in, so you can't say, oh, let me turn this way. God wants you to go forward. And I'm not just only saying it for you, but I'm saying it for my own self. 
you know whatever the desire that you want to do in life whether it's to start a business children marriage whatever it is whenever you feel all close in and god is have you looking at a certain direction that's the way you should go that's the way he's leading you because it's like he's blocking all those other sides for you to go straight you know he doesn't want you to, to look nowhere else but straight ahead and we have to have the faith and the trust in him to go in that direction that he's leading us oh my god i'm telling you i'm telling you that god is so good to us each day when we wake up we don't realize how god is good to us because we're sleeping we don't know what could attack our body and yet still we're like dead people sleeping you know if you really think well we're all dead people sleeping and if god wants it he doesn't have to let us wake up i remember in the book of first kings um second first kings 19 when um, the Assyrian king came to attack Ezekiah and because he felt like he had all this army to defeat Ezekiah but Ezekiah prayed to God and in one night 185,000 men lay dead all of them went to sleep God used 300 men to defeat an army so with God nothing is impossible Sometimes, you know, I'm saying, even for myself, I'm going through a situation right now. And I said to myself this morning, it's like every door I'm going to is like, no, 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 no. And I said to myself, you know what? It's like God is saying, I'm in control of this. I'm in control of this. Because no matter what you might do in the flesh and try to figure this out and to try to do this you see a lot of no no no's no because god is going to turn all of those no no's into yes and yes and yes and yes god don't want you to do anything because he's the one is in control of it he's the one is in control and sometimes you just feel like okay let me try to help the situation along but you can't you feel like you're just hopeless if it's as though you, I want to do something but you have to just go with the flow and say God I trust you I know that you're working it out for my good even though I can't see it physically but I know that you're going to work it out for my good in the end look at Job Job went through so much he was he was sick in his body I mean he didn't have any health insurance he had to be going through all that sickness on his own their friends came and instead of the friend being a supporter they weren't he lost everything and sometimes we talk out of our frustration but look at the end god even tells job to pray for his friends so their captivity will be turned you know so it's the same thing with us no matter what we go through you're going to have people that really there to really support you you have to really just hold on to god's unchanging hand and say jesus i thank you i praise you i might not see what you're doing but i know that you're doing something god already worked it out 
God already worked it out. All he wants us to do, he said he loved when he inhabits the praises. And that's where you have to stand upon your faith and just say, God, I praise you. I praise you, Lord. I might in this physical realm not get the answer that I would love to get. But God, I praise you. I praise you. I praise you. Make yourself, just like what the man of God says, I think myself happy. Begin to say, I'm going to offer up a sacrifice of praise. In spite of it all, just put up your hands and say, God, I praise you. You might feel in a certain way, but you say, God, I praise you. You are worthy to be praised. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And I'm telling you, the more you begin to praise him, and you begin to say, Lord, <laughs> I'm sorry. You see, the enemy don't want me to say this. Like I'm choking, but I say, God is good. Thank you, Jesus. So the more you're praising him and the more you say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. You say you're going to cause me to become the head and I'm not the tail. I'm above and I'm not the knee. I am rich. I am not poor. I will look unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. That's Psalms 121. You know? He said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide on the shadow of the Almighty. That's Psalms 91. And you begin to really just say, God, I thank you. He said, I'm going to give my angel charge over thee to keep in all thy ways. You know, and you, you begin to say to yourself, but my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory. That's Philippians 4. So when you just meditate upon that and you begin to speak God's word, you say, my God, you shall supply. You say, God, in your word, you says that every strap you took upon your body, Jesus, it was for my healing. That this light affliction is just but for a moment. Hallelujah. Say, God, I praise you. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. No weapon has formed against me. It's not prospering. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, he says when we come before his presence, we must come with singing. We lift up our hands and we say, oh, hallelujah to you, Lord Jesus. Lord, you're worthy to be praised. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because you're so good to us, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And you just begin to lift him up and he's like... The more you begin to lift him up, he begins him to praise. It's like you just fill your spirit with such joy and such peace and hope. He says, I know the plans. That's in Jeremiah 29, verse 11. I know the plans that I have for you. He said, the plans I have for you is to prosper you, not to harm us. To give us a hope and a future, declares the Lord. So my friends, keep trusting him no matter what. Even if you feel a certain way, you say to yourself, it's okay. But get back up and say, you know what? Tomorrow's going to be a better day. You better call those things to be as though they were. You call for the things that you want to come into your life. You say, God, I know that you already supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. I know that you already heal my body. So, God, I thank you in Jesus' mighty name that no good thing you will hold from me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And the more you praise him, and the more you're just like, hallelujah, just delighting yourself in him. All glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. He loves when we can delight in him. He loves that. 
you know in the, in in first kings chapter 19 um i think it speaks about that in 47 the first 47 and god said you know something you didn't serve me with joyfulness and even when the prosperity didn't you know sometimes god will bring blessings into our life and it might not be a huge big blessing as well as it could be a big blessing he wants us to be happy if you have a cup of tea and a slice of bread, say, Lord, I thank you. Because somewhere in the world, somebody don't have a cup of tea and a slice of bread. If he bless you with an apartment, and yes, the apartment might need certain fixing up or whatever it might be. Say, God, I thank you because it's a roof over my head. Somebody right now don't have a roof over their head. They can't just get up and say, oh, let me go take a shower. Let me get, let me get myself a tea and some bread or whatever it might be. But you got to say, Lord, I thank you for what I have right now. Really thanking him for his blessings that he has given to you. And say, God, I appreciate you. I thank you for my blessing right now, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And the more you're praising him, you don't know what's going on to the spiritual realm. You see? Daniel was there praying for 21 days and God said, I heard you. Imagine that. God said, I heard you. So God hear each and one of us. It doesn't matter if we don't see the situation changing right away. A day with the Lord is as a thousand years. Can't imagine that. So we have to be encouraged in this. No matter how it looks like or feels like, still praise him. Say, God, I know that you hear me. I know that you already work out my situation. He told David, he said, David, when you hear the rustling of the mulberry tree, know that the presence of God has gone up. So friends, today, have a beautiful and blessed day. Keep your joy, keep your peace, no matter what. The Bible says in Ephesians 6 and 10, we must put on the whole armor of God. Put on that whole armor of God. Because when the enemy comes, he's going to try to attack us in our mindset. You know, he's going to bring thoughts. And then if you, you will give in to those thoughts, next thing you know, you feel depressed. So, brethren, just be filled with the Spirit of God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Be blessed.